Welcome back to Logical with L.Y. Long. This is our second segment on the subject of real estate in the UAE. This particular segment will focus on rental laws and in particular on the Emirate of Dubai and its treatment of rental relationships. So if you are new to Dubai or new to the UAE and looking to rent a property, or if you are a landlord and about to rent the property for the first time or an investor interested in investing in Dubai for the first time with the purpose of renting out your properties, this would be an interesting segment for you. In general, Dubai, unlike other Emirates, has had a specific and dedicated rental law since 2007, which has been amended a number of times since then. And most recently, there have been discussions of further amendments, uh, in particular related to separating uh, treatment of commercial properties and residential properties, either by separate laws or at least treatment within the same law, but different treatment of the types of real estate. At this point, however, it's important to highlight that both residential and commercial properties are subject to the same rental laws. There is one exception in Dubai, and that is one that relates to properties that are based in the DIFC. And the DIFC is the Dubai International Financial Center, which has its own legal jurisdiction and its own laws and courts that govern real estate relationships of any parties that are renting real estate in DIFC. Generally speaking, if you're looking to rent the property, one of the first things that is important to do is to conduct due diligence. Due diligence is a legal term that in uh, simple terms entails research, and that is research on the property and the transaction and the parties with whom you're about to engage. What due diligence means in the case of, for example, renting a property for a tenant may include several elements, but some of the more relevant and some of the more immediate elements are one, for example, related to the ownership of the property. And that is, if you're a tenant looking to rent the property, make sure that one of the first documents that you request before you uh, certainly sign any documents and certainly before you part with money is to request to see the title deed of the property. And that is to ensure that that particular property is still owned by the person who represents to be the landlord and who therefore will be the party to the agreement. One way to review title deeds um, is just to request either the landlord or the broker to send you a copy. The other way is to go to the land department yourself and verify that that property is still owned by those parties. And a third and even easier option is to download an app for Dubai where you can enter the property details as per the title deed to confirm that that property is still owned by the individual who holds himself to be the owner. So that's one element of due diligence. The other one is one that relates to the owner, uh, owners, and that may be complicated because some properties may be owned by multiple owners in different percentages. Some properties could also be owned by a corporate entity. And depending on who the party is that owns that property, the underlying due diligence will be somewhat different and also the terms outlined in the contracts will also vary. So for example, if you have two owners on the title deed, you need to make sure that both owners sign off on the lease agreement. And you need to make sure also that the payments are 
addressed to both of them unless there is some power of attorney that is once again is very important to to confirm that it's a valid power of attorney and that the content matches the representations on which you're relying and that is for example that for one owner it is um, okay to accept rent on behalf of the other owner so for example if you have a property that you have rented for a hundred thousand dirhams and there are two owners that are 50 50 uh, you should not presume that issuing a check to one owner for the full 100,000 dirhams is appropriate. And that is because the property is actually legally owned by two people and both of the owners need to receive the payment unless there is an authority providing one party to represent the other. If the owner is a corporate entity, um, that particular due diligence could be even more complex because corporate obviously cannot act on its own. There has to be an authorized representative and you need, therefore, to request all the corporate documents that outline the structure of that particular company and in particular the representative authorities that belong to that entity. Uh, one of the other elements that's important to investigate in the process of due diligence is one related to representatives and brokers. That is to say that often in Dubai in particular and, and similar in other Emirates, parties hold themselves out to the public as being authorized representatives, lead tenants to believe that they could either sign contracts on behalf of the landlord or they can collect money on behalf of the landlord. And often, in fact, they even hold themselves as the landlords themselves. And then when the transaction comes closer to executing, they will say, well, in fact, it's my brother that owns the property or my father that owns the property. So make sure to establish that particular element very early on. And if they are someone other than the landlord, then request a copy of the power of attorney and make sure the power of attorney is current one and that the content of the power of attorney is inclusive of the rights and the authorities that that representative is relying on and in particular for for the power of attorney what's important is the ability of the representative to accept money on behalf of the landlord and this is very important because just because there is a general power of attorney allowing somebody to do everything that does not translate that they also have the right to accept cash unless it is specifically stated in the power of attorney. One of the other parts of due diligence should be one related to inspection. So don't shy away from actually inspecting the property or visiting the property and documenting very clearly all the issues that you may either want to have fixed or to at least have documented so that you don't uh, compromise your security deposit at the end of the relationship. And it's very important to highlight that whatever representations are being made to you on which you plan to rely, that they are actually documented in written. And we hear these cases quite frequently. Broker or the landlord will say, yes, 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 it's okay. Well, the security deposit will be refunded to you at the end. But um, uh, even if, for example, you leave the property unpainted and at the end, unless you have proof that that was the agreement between you, the chances are that the landlord will be able to, uh, to hold the deposit back because the property was not freshly painted. So unless there is proof to that effect, then you will uh, risk your deposit. And that's just one example. So whatever representations are made that are material enough to you, make sure that they're documented in writing. One of the other uh, important issues to, um, to resolve is whether the property 
is vacant uh, because often properties are rented with tenants in them already. Uh, so be mindful or cautious about signing lease agreements and paying rent until you are sure that that property is vacant. And that is because it's also possible legally and practically for the previous tenant to either extend the lease past the lease term and also practically they can just stay and move out later. So therefore, if you're relying on a specific date to move in, make sure that property is either already vacant or that there is a very clear confirmation that you feel confident about that you can actually move in on that date. Also, if um, you are dealing through a broker or somebody who holds themselves out to be a real estate broker, then you want to make sure that that broker is properly licensed and holds a rear card. And these details would be important to include in the rental agreement and whatever other agreements and undertakings you will be issuing. And also make sure that you discuss the issue of who is paying for the broker's fees early on. And one of the other issues that needs to be considered early on the process, and that is one of payment of service charges or liabilities that are attached to the properties. In many cases, it's still quite common for landlords to either not pay service charges or pay them late. And so therefore, you as a tenant moving into the property, you will be compromised in your enjoyment of the property if those service fees are not paid timely. So therefore, as part of your due diligence before you execute or finalize any agreements and spend money, you need to make sure that the service charges are cleared and do not most importantly be ashamed or scared to ask for all of these documents which also include by the way copies of uh, the landlord's passports or the representative's passports and their emirates id or whatever other uae related forms of identification 